to laugh at me? I didn't laugh at you. You laughed at me. Why? <laughs> Just because the look on your face, maybe? I don't know. Okay. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Brandy. And we're encouraging you to start cramming memories into everyday life. Welcome to episode six of Cramming Memories. All right, today we're going to talk about RV maintenance. It's a fun topic. It's necessary. It's necessary, that's true. So there are two kind of people in this world. And what kind of people are they? Those that love maintenance and Uh do it themselves. Yeah. And those that pay other people to do it. Oh, you're totally in the top. No judgment here. But yeah, I pretty much do all my maintenance. It's fun. Yeah, I was going to say, but you love it. I love it. It's so much fun. All right, we're going to talk about RV maintenance. Uh, this is mainly for travel trailers because that's what we own. That's right. But everything correlates over to um, Class A and Class C for your roof and all the inside. Right, yeah. It's just minus all the uh, drivetrain that you would add on. True. For that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, let's take a little break and gather our thoughts and we'll talk about RV maintenance and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. I've got my work boots on. I've got my overalls on <laughs> for my coveralls. Get your gloves. My latex gloves. That's right. And my John Deere hat. We're ready to do ready some maintenance, to do some maintenance. On our RV. All right, we're going to break this down in like two um, types of maintenance. One of them is inside mm-hmm. and then outside. Right. We're going to cover the inside first. Okay. So let's just talk about some of the things we do to maintain our camper uh, whenever we get back from camping and also after it's been winterized and sitting empty, sadly empty for several months while it's too cold to go camping. All right. Number one, the same kind of thing as you do around your house, wiping the counters. Right. Just vacuuming the floors. Those are some of the things that you just have to do. Right. And we generally do those or I generally do those things when we're cleaning up, getting ready to pack up from a camping trip. Like when we're at the campsite and you're loading up exterior things, I'm usually inside making sure things are cleaned up. Ooh, that's great. Tip one, do some of your wiping down maintenance while you're tearing down and about to come home. That way you don't have to do it whenever you get home. Yep. Tip one. That's a good one. There you go. All right. Some of the inside stuff, such as vacuuming floors, that that can vary whether you've got a vinyl floor or if you've got some carpet. Um, If you're going to mop your vinyl floors like we do occasionally, um, Mm -hmm. test what you're going to use. Yeah. Just like the inside of your house. Don't just throw some strong cleaner down that's going to discolor or take some of the sheen off. Right. Absolutely. And some of them can be pretty harsh. And so just make sure that you're using a chemical or if not, if you're using a a green environmentally friendly, if that's what your preference is, just making sure that whatever you're using, that it is going to be safe for your floors for your travel trailer. That is very true. All right. Bathroom and shower areas. Yeah. We always have to clean up those. So for our travel trailer, every time that we land in a new spot after we've gone on a journey down the road we always find and I don't know if you guys do we always find um like dust but it's kind of like shavings like wood shavings yeah that's actually gotten a lot better um whenever they build these things they do not vacuum out the inside of the walls well of course or under the drawers and as you shake down the road all that kind of rattles out so it's actually gotten a lot less 
Right. But er inevitably, every time that we land somewhere, there's always some wood shavings in the bathroom. So we always clean that up whenever we get to our site. Um, But whenever we're getting ready to go home there again, we try to use um, that time to go ahead and do as much prep cleaning as we can so that when we get home, it's not as much in-depth cleaning. That is true. Wipe everything down. um, Try to get all the water dried up. That's around the mm-hmm. tub and shower area. Yes, because waters and travel trailers do not mix. No, no, no. You got to keep water where it belongs because it will make wood swell yeah. and nasty things. Yep. Um, one other thing, if you're new to camping and this is your first camper, um, after you get done cleaning up and doing some of the bathroom maintenance and cleanup at your campsite, always make sure that there's water left in your toilet. Right. Yes, this is where you do need water. This is where RVs and water do mix. Yeah, because um, water in that toilet keeps that seal nice and soft. And it also puts a little liquid barrier to right. between so no, the uh, no smells. stinkies. That is right. Um, so yeah, so we just always clean up, just wipe things down. We have um, a fabric shower curtain that we make sure is all stretched out so that it dries well. Um, we generally wash our shower mat, our, our bath mat that's in, in there um, with every trip as well. That is very true. Some of the other maintenance that we do on the inside, we usually stage this cleanup too. So it may be over several days after we get home. We don't feel any pressure to come home and like get this thing totally span again. No. So one of the bonuses to having your little cleanup time after you get back from, from camping, it is a great time to check for any leaks yeah. In your camper. Yes. Probably the biggest damage area that can happen to any travel trailer is getting a leak in your roof. Right. And some of those leaks hide behind cabinets and, mm-hmm. and things such as that. So while you're cleaning and looking around your camper, that is a great time to just peek up there right at the uh, roof seam. Mm-hmm. See if anything is discolored. Right. It looks soft or something's just not right. And if so, that's a great time to go and get that checked out. Um, we do usually clean our cabinets almost totally out if yeah. there's any several week span between camping trips. Right. We generally don't leave a lot of food or any food in our travel trailer when it's in our driveway. We do leave cleaning products in here. We, of course, all of our dishes, pots and pans and those kinds of things. Um, and then our linens for our um, beds and then towels and all. We, we do leave those things in there. But generally food, it's a no-no. We do not leave it in here for any extended amount of time. Yep. So we clean all the food out. Yep. We wipe the uh, cabinets out. Yes, because things spill. Uh, yeah, which again is a great time to check, check for, for any, those leaks. Yeah, any problems. All of our bed linens, typically we go for a week at a time or three days at a time right. or five days at a time. We do strip our bed linens every and clean time. them every time. Yeah, It's just a great feeling whenever you get ready to go camping and all your bed linens are clean mm-hmm. and made back up. Yeah, because I mean, generally when we're out um, camping, we're out hiking or we're out taking walks or doing things outdoors. We're sitting around a campfire and so things get smelly and we just want to have nice, fresh, clean linens every time we get back in our camper. That is true. Same thing with uh, towels. Oh, we'll yeah. go ahead and wash those up. And if we're somewhere for any length of time, we usually do a load of towels at the campground if they offer right. washing machines. Yes. And that's been super helpful. So that's been probably the past few trips we've, we've started doing that because our kids are getting bigger and they like towels and I don't like seeing them hang, so we try to get them cleaned and back in the cabinets ready for the next time to use them. That's true. Tip number two. 
Oh, yeah. This one's a big deal. We, we kind of ran into some issues last time, but always have quarters in your camper for the for the washing machines and dryers at your campsite. Yeah, we kind of found ourselves without any change to do the washer and dryer, and I believe the store was closed. The uh, main store right. was closed. So and they didn't have a changer in the in the camper or the campground laundry area. So I say carry about ten bucks worth of quarters. Yeah, and that so get you through. And then knowing that you might want to do laundry, we do keep um, laundry detergent and dryer sheets in our camper so that. Whenever we do need to do laundry, we've got everything that we need to take care of that. Very true. Tip number three Uh, just came to me. Yeah. Dryer sheets are great to have in your camper because whenever we store ours and we're not using it for a while or if it's not going to be used, I'll take dryer sheets and throw a few on each bunk. Right. On the bed, a couple in the the, uh, cabinets. Um, I've, I've heard that it can keep rodents away. I don't yeah. really believe that. It a lot of people say it doesn't. Better. It just smells good. Yeah. Because <laughs> as the camper warms up, it just has a nice odor to it. So it doesn't smell stale. Well, and we've not had insect issues. So maybe there is something to that. Well, we're lucky that we keep ours at our house. That's true. In but our driveway. still. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's move on here. Um, cleaning out vents. Mm-hmm. And your air conditioner filter. Yes. So there are some screens typically over all of your uh, fan vents in your bathroom. Those are super easy. Anytime that you look up and there's a little bit of buildup on them, pop them out, put them in a sink, wash them down, swing them around a little bit, let them dry off, pop them right back in. Do y'all do that or is it just him? What? I'm just asking. Does everybody do that or is it just Scott? Oh, you're talking about <laughs> wash that out? Yeah, probably. Wash it out for the love. Clean your screens. Um, the other one is the um, AC filter. Mm-hmm. Most of these are super easy to get to. I don't have any regular interval. I just look at it, and if I see a little dust starting to build up on it, I pop it out, uh, wash it out, let it dry, pop it back in. Right. It's just real good for your air conditioner. It doesn't restrict flow. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. One more maintenance item that we do whenever we get back from camping. If there's any time between uh, camping trips, a week, two weeks, a month, I typically do turn my refrigerator off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Some do. people can plug their campers in. Um, we have a plug for ours. I choose to go ahead and turn it off so it can totally defrost. I put a couple towels in it. The next day after it totally defrosts and it kind of sweats out a little bit, I wipe it down. Yeah. Keeps it super fresh feeling. There's no mold. Yeah, we've never had a mold smell. issue. It's never smelled. So that's definitely been really helpful. Yeah. Like Aunt B says, cleanliness is next to godliness. <laughs> yes. All right. Listen to Aunt B. Yep. Listen to Aunt B. Um, not specifically inside stuff, but something that you should at least do once a season is sanitize your fresh water system. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, that's really easy to do. I'm not going to get into it here. You can Google that. You just put yeah. a little bleach into your um, freshwater tank, fill your freshwater tank up, run it through all of your faucets till you barely smell that bleach smell, shut it down, leave it in there. Some people say that if you're driving home, don't let that bleach bounce around. Usually let it stay in there overnight, drain it, put fresh water back in and just keep flushing it out till you don't smell it. Yeah. It kills anything that could be growing in those lines. So that's a good idea to Mm -hmm. uh, do that. Um, I typically do it once a season. Um, If you use your camper a lot more where they may stay, um, 
half empty where right. it's nice and moist and you it's hot. You get some stagnant water as yeah, well. Yeah, you may want to do that twice a season. Not too hard to do though. Um, one other thing that I typically do once a season is I flush out my water heater. Your water heater? Not a hot water heater. Why is that? Why would you heat hot water? Well, I don't know. Okay, life lesson. Tip number four. <laughs> Tip number four. Don't ever say hot water heater around a plumber. Yeah, we've they will made that laugh mistake. at you. Mm-hmm. It is a water heater, not a hot water. There heater. you go. Flush that thing out. Um, mine just has a plug. Some of them have that anode rod that you got to pull out and look at. Um, I just turn the um, water on and let it run water through it. Some of that sediment gets in the bottom of it. So that's a good thing to do at least once a year. I think it'll make your water heater last a good bit longer. That's very good. All right, let's move on to some exterior items we do for maintenance on our RV. And when you say we, you mean you. Mainly me. Yes. That's that's true. And that's that's probably by a choice. Oh, man. I don't think you really care to do it. So I'm not like robbing you of your (laughs) blessing. No, 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 no. no. I I know that you enjoy it, so I I am happy to oblige. The number one thing for any RV, your roof. Your what? Your roof. Your what? Your roof. Oh. For the love, maintain that roof. Yes. Because I have seen so many pictures of roof leaks that people don't catch mm-hmm. or they just don't care. And it will is it is like a cancer. It will eat a camper up yeah, from top to bottom or from bottom to top if the water makes it down to your floor. Yeah. So um, definitely check your roof regularly. Um, getting on top of your roof and being able to just check that um, will probably rule out a lot of leaks. Because generally you can see them, right? Most manufacturers recommend at least once a year doing a close inspection. Mm -hmm. But they say that you should look at all the uh, sealant and stuff twice a year. You know, I'll probably do that a little more. Maybe that's a little bit um, over. I I think you're on top of our camper before every trip we've taken. It's fun. I used to get on the roof of my house when I was a kid. I'd get the ladder <laughs> when mom was at work. So this is the grown-up version of that? Yeah. And I used to sit on the roof of my house and just <laughs> look at the neighborhood. It, it was it was fun. There you go. Um, check all that decor sealant around everything. Make sure it, that it's still pliable. There's no cracks in it. Um, check all your little end caps where your uh, gutters meet the uh, top of the walls and your nose cap. Make sure all that that there's no cracks in it. Um, like I said, once a year, go over it super close. And maybe twice a year, get on top of it and just look over it. One of the things that I typically do before we leave a campsite is I have an extension ladder. But it's mm-hmm. not like a typical extension ladder. It's a telescoping ladder. Which is really kind of cool. You get always, you always have comments. It is. Every time I pull Every it out and I, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Some old guy goes, Man, that, that's man, that's not ladder. Where'd you get that ladder? Where'd you get that ladder? And well, I get we that see? ladder where I get everything from. It's Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, we'll um we'll link down in the show notes the uh, ladder. Um, it's very helpful, but I typically just kind of lean it up. I climb up and I see if there's anything on my slide that I need to get off before I close it. And that's a good time to just peer up there to see if there's any large limbs, because you never know. If something's going to fall on top of your camper and put a small hole in it, right? Yeah, that's or if something's going to fall on top of your truck and put big dents in it. I've um, been there, done that. That happened last year at a campsite. Um, a big limb got on top of my truck. It's a yes. uh, couple thousand dollars worth of worth of insurance right. claim on yeah, that. that we, one. we do not want any of that to happen to. I your was super trailer. happy. I thought I handled that really well. Yeah. No, I really no, didn't. No, you really did. I was didn't. really upset about mm-hmm. that. You were, you were mad, Dad. But 
if you see anything big on top of your roof, that's whenever you may want to just go ahead and jump up there and get it off, number one, because you don't want it to drag off the top of your camper by the wind going in right. the road. And it may have damaged it. Yeah, and especially if it's on your slide, you always need to take care and remove any kind of debris from your slide before you bring it in. So it's always good to check before you're closing up, getting ready to yeah. leave your campsite. Lots of people put toppers on their slides too, so they don't have to worry yeah, about it as that's much. Very we don't true. have one. I'm 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 kind of on the on the fence about it. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think it's great. I really do love to see um, people who have them, and sometimes I think it would be really great to have. But for us, it's really not been a big issue, so I don't feel like it's a it's a have to for us. Yeah, not right now. So some of the other things on the exterior maintenance is checking any rubber seals and body seals. Um, at least twice a year, go around and clean those things. They actually make some rubber seal, uh, conditioner. It's really easy to do. You just get on a ladder, you spray it on and, and you wipe it off. It, it should keep your uh, seals around your doors and your slide and the bottom of your slide. That's a seal that on ours gets super dirty cause it's in the, um, wheel wheel. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, it gets a lot of mud and dirt in it. So I like to get up under there and wipe it out occasionally. So I say twice a year. Check all those seals. Put some conditioner on it. Is that the caulk stuff that you just used? No, that's the body seam sealer. Let's oh. talk about that now. These are the rubber seals that okay. are just all around everything. Gotcha. Um, as you come down from your roof, you inspect your roof, check your rubber seals, check all the body seam seals. Mm -hmm. That's that little clear sealer on your uh, nose cap or down the bottom of the camper. Gotcha. Where, you know, where the little dressing goes on yes. at the bottom and on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's usually called a body sealer. There's, uh, there's several different products. Um, generally don't use silicone. There is a specific body sealer mm -hmm. that, um, they make for RVs. I'll put a link in the show notes. Because I was wrong saying it was caulk. Yes, it's okay. not, it's, it isn't really <laughs> caulk. It is a body seam sealer. And there's actually a couple kind that you can put on there but um there's there's one that i found that uh works fairly well it's it, it's a little hard to work with because it dries fast mm -hmm. but it's one that but it's what the manufacturer uses but it's the uh product that they promote to the end user okay um our dealer actually buys the same body sealer by the case mm -hmm. it's a different part number because generally only manufacturers buy it gotcha so i've been buying that from him but it's really the same stuff i'll put a link in the show notes about that all right the part I like the most. This is your favorite hobby. I don't really like doing it, but I like the result. It's kind of like cutting grass. I think you like doing it too. All right. Washing and waxing. Um, yes. All right. There is a key to washing and waxing that will make you not hate it. Now, we have a fiberglass travel trailer. Yes. So there are different ways to maintain different exteriors. So this is how I do our fiberglass camper. Correct. Don't ever feel the pressure to do it all in one day. No, because that extends your enjoyment for much longer. <laughs> That's not why. It's because, you know, um, typically when you're doing this, it's very labor intensive. So I'll usually uh, wash our camper once a month. I'll, I'll go over it. And this is with a long pole yeah. and car wash soap. And it probably takes me 25 minutes. And then I go and I wipe the windows down so they mm -hmm. don't spot bad. Yep. No big deal. Super easy. But the reason why it's so easy to wash is because I keep a good coat of wax on oh, it. Oh, yes, you do. I do that at least twice a year, but I do it in sections. Like I'll have an afternoon and I'll go ahead and do all the doors and the compartment and the nose cone, mm -hmm. right? And then maybe that Saturday I'll do all one side and the slide out. 
And then Monday afternoon, I get home from work early. I do the back and the other side. So I don't ever pressure myself to do it all in one day. He extends the enjoyment for as long as possible. Very true. And I also <laughs> usually do wax the nose cone before every big trip. Right. Just helps getting bugs off. Right. And we're getting ready for a big trip. And so that's definitely on the to-do list. Totally. Um, I do wash the the roof of the camper every several months. Not like super scrub it. I do scrub it once a year. I get mm -hmm. roof cleaner and I get up there with a, a soft bristle brush and I do scrub it and uh, try to try to clean it up. That helps you can look at all those seals too if everything's nice and clean. So I very lightly wash it off with Murphy's oil soap. That's right. what most of them recommend mm -hmm. for the kind of roof that we have. Um, I don't get on the roof whenever I do that. I have a ladder. Because it's and super I have a, slippery. Yeah, and I have a long pole. And I just spray water and I just slosh soap and I just scrub it and spray it off. Now, whenever I really scrub it, I do have to get up there. So I usually do that at least twice a year just so I can uh, keep a good check on it. Now, you're also a big fan of cleaning our awning. We don't like the little brown spots because our, our under awning is white. And so you clean that quite regularly as well. Yeah, I, I didn't even have that in the notes, but that is that is true. Um, even with awnings rolled up, whenever it rains, water gets in there. Right. It so just migrates in there the, somehow. A lot of times we'll be home and after it has rained, you'll always extend the <laughs> awning out. i roll the awning out so it can dry right. out so it doesn't get so mildewy. Um, a lot of people have a lot of different ways of cleaning that. Um, a lot of people now are using the uh, magic erasers. Right. I've never used that. Uh, they claim that that works well. What I typically do, old uh, Johnny at yeah. the uh, RV Paradise store. RV. Paradise RV. That's, that sold us ours. Um, he recommended, uh, mixing up like two or three parts bleach to the rest water, mm -hmm. putting in a pump up sprayer, um, spray the inside of the awning down, make it, you know, soaking wet with it and roll it up. Yeah. So what I do is I do that, then I roll it up, then I get a hose pipe and spray the side of the camper down just so the bleach won't do anything mm -hmm. weird. And uh, I let it sit there 20, 30 minutes, roll it back out. Then I get a car wash brush with some car wash soap and I just work on it. Yeah. That gets 80 to 90% of it off. And then if there's any, uh, spots, I'll get on a ladder and work on it then. Yeah. So it, it isn't super good. Yeah, It looks super good. It's not hard to do. And I just think the cleaner it is, the longer it's going to last. Yeah. Although you have somebody out there with the dirty awning that says, man, mine's last 15 years. That's true. I'm like, well, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one other thing on, on campers, um, and even some, uh, A and like C class, it just depending on what type of hubs that they have on them, but, um, wheel bearings, yeah. a big debate. If you want to get a bunch of old guys fired up, talk about, um, politics and how often they pack the wheel bearings. <laughs> it's that big, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's huge, big. Um, so what I did, because I used to be in the automotive industry, we had our camper about a year. And I went ahead and pulled my hubs apart to mm -hmm. check the bearings. Um, to my surprise, they were packed very well. They had plenty of grease in them. They were super clean. There was no wear. I probably could have gone a couple years with the amount of miles that we tow. But now that I have my peace of mind, I'll probably pack mine every two years. If if we stay to that 1,500 to 2,000 miles a year, right. I'll probably pack them every every two years. If I was towing this thing four, five, 6,000 miles a year, I'd pack them once a year. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, that's the only time that you can really look at your brakes, that you can physically put your eyes on them. And you really need brakes to stop these things. Um, yes. So um, it's a good time to check your brakes too. So if you're towing a ton, just pack those things once a year. 
Um, if you can't do that because you physically can't or you don't know how, pay somebody. Pay somebody to do it. Absolutely. Go ahead and do it because trust me, being on the side of the interstate with a um, with an axle bearing that's locked up, mm-hmm. they can't tow it. Right. It's locked up. They're either going to have to pull that wheel off and fix that bearing there or figure out how to put it on a dolly. Spending a whole lot more money it's gonna be than a, a nightmare. Yeah, so just, yeah. just go ahead and maintain that thing. Um, some of the other things that I do on the outside of the, the camper, um, I check my breakaway pin. Okay. And that's where if the trailer were to break away, mm-hmm. it's got a cable on a pin. And when that pin pulls out, it locks your brakes up. Do you have extra pins? No. Maybe I should. Hmm. I don't know. Nope. It's just one. So you just pull it, make sure the brakes engage and plug it back up. It's just a safety check thing. Okay. Um, I usually do that before any long trip, yeah, of course. just just to make sure. And that breakaway switch only works if your 12-volt battery is charged. Really? Yes. So make sure you have a working battery because if, if your trailer broke loose from your truck uh-huh. and the plug came unplugged, right? Yeah. And if you didn't have a battery in it, the brakes would lock up when the pin pulled. But as soon as your plug from your truck came unplugged, the brakes would let go. Really? Yep. So make sure that your 12-volt battery is nice well, and charged. That's some too. good information. Yep. Check your safety chains. Look for any cracks where if you just love to see sparks flying out from your truck and drag them on the ground, make sure they're not worn through. It's true. They are. Go get some new ones put on. Please. And um, I do check the uh, tongue mechanism, the actual hitch, um, once or twice a uh, year. I, I like really spray it out with some um, lubricant and then wipe it out. And then make sure everything's working well. That also just keeps it working super duper handy. So it's never a pain in the butt to hook up. And I also clean it out because I do grease my ball. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do. I'm so sorry. I do. That's Okay, I actually left something out. If oh. you want to fire, fire an old guy up, talk about politics, packing your wheel bearings, uh-huh. or greasing your ball. Well, this list keeps getting longer. Because there, <laughs> there is some debate whether it's even neat or not. I'm a ball greaser. Duly noted. Duly noted. <laughs> All right, just want to make sure everybody's clear on that. Okay, thanks, Scott. <laughs> Next. All right, running lights. <laughs> Check all your running lights and brake lights on your camper. This should be yeah. done before you leave every That's single time. That's why we have a 15-year-old son. I was going to say tip number I think five. Tip number five. Yes. That's a good job for your kids. Absolutely. Either if they like sitting in the truck and hitting the brakes and turning on all, you know, all the lights or either letting them run around and giving you a thumbs up. The The other handy way of uh, checking most of them is just turn, um, turn your hazard lights on and your running light. They'll all pretty much blink yeah. just to let you know that they're all working. All right. Last thing for exterior maintenance. Spare tire. We have one. Yeah, we have one. I thought about buying another one and just keeping it in the back of the Mm -hmm. truck. But uh, look at it occasionally and make sure there's no big cracks in it. There's no swelling on the sidewall. um, And check the air pressure in it. Yes. (laughs) Because, man, wouldn't nothing make me happier than have a flat tire and pull over and my spare tire be flat. Yeah, and also, if it's exposed to the sun, if it's on just the back of your rig and it doesn't have a cover on it, you do need to make sure that it's not wearing and dry rotting and... Because sun exposure can definitely deteriorate a tire. Yep. And then it's it just looks cool to have a cover on it. Well, then there's that. There's Yeah, there's that. All right. Let's uh, take a little break, and then we're going to come back and talk about something that's been on my mind. Oh, okay. Here we go. 
All right. We're back. Here we are. All right, we're about to peer into my mind. This 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 can get super scary. Yeah, because I'm not really sure where he's going with this, so we'll all have fun. Yeah, so um, we were somewhere doing something. I know that's very descriptive. Mm. And, was um, I there? Yeah, you were there. Oh, okay, good. I just remember because we were texting with the kids... Um, man, we're always connected. Always. Always connected. We know where everybody is, what mm-hmm. we're doing, what our plans are. Yes. We have apps on our phone where we can tell if we leave the house or we left work. Tracking kids. Tracking, tracking each kids. Other. We know what speed you went. Everything. There are very few surprises left in our world. Um, Good surprises. Bad things are usually a surprise. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, there there are just very few surprises left. So I started thinking, um, our kids are a little older. Um, it's a little harder to surprise them. Oh, because they are they're super nosy. Super nosy. <laughs> In like a good way though. That they just love us. They do. They really but do. My like thought is if you have younger kids, or if you're planning a trip, or if you're planning a day somewhere. What's the harm in not letting them know until you're going? How exciting would that be? Exactly. Have some surprises in your in your life and in your plans and in your trips for your kids. Um, I've seen videos of people picking up their uh, kids, taking them to Disney right after school. Right. The kids love it. I saw a video the other day of a uh, mom and dad on the last day of school. They didn't tell their two school-aged boys that they're going camping. They pulled through carpool with their camper. Oh. Oh my gosh, how amazing Kids would that be? Out. They freaked out. All the, and you know, Coolest all their friends. Kid in carpool. Exactly. Exactly. So that's just my thought. That's what's been bouncing around in my brain. I um, love that. Leave some surprises for your family or your spouse and uh, go have some fun. Absolutely. Make those memories. Speaking of memories. Yeah. I remember whenever we first got our camper. I our, remember uh, that. Travel trailer, yeah. And um, we we hooked it up. And you said, is ours going to make all those loud screeching noises like everybody else's? Oh, yeah. I, I said, that. yeah, kind of. So Brandy wants to know why the camper makes that loud noise. So she asked, and I think I answered. You did. All right. Now we're to the segment of Brandy wants to know. So, baby, what do you want to know today? Um, so when we're towing and... We're going places and the camper's behind us and we're all excited. I tend to freak out a little bit when I hear all those popping and moaning sounds coming from the camper behind us. I'm petrified that it's going to break off and flip. Yep. And typically I just say, it's okay. But what's going on? All right. We use a weight distribution hitch. Okay. That's the bars that I have to get out and hook up to the camper, right? It lifts the back of the truck up and it shifts some of the weight from the back of the truck Mm -hmm. to the front wheels. So it, so it levels out the truck and it also shifts some of that weight. So, um, it, it also does sway control. So as you're going down the road, if your trailer starts trying to wag around a little bit, it tries to suck it back in and keep from swaying. And the way it does that sway control is those bars actually dig in mm-hmm. to the little L bracket that I have to pop them on. Because yes. you see me and Henry popping those brackets on, right? Yes. All right. So those things have to bite in on those metal brackets for the uh, sway control to work. And they're also holding a ton of pressure that's picking the back end of the truck up 
and transferring that weight to the front wheel. It's like putting wheelbarrow handles Mm -hmm. on the back of the truck Mm -hmm. and lifting up on the back of the truck. That's kind of what, you know, what they're doing. Okay. So you're not really supposed to lube that stuff because if you do, it doesn't have as much friction and friction is what actually does the actual sway control, right? Okay. Um, Some brands of that hitch do have these little like uh, plastic inserts that you can put in there Mm -hmm. that actually help. Ours don't. But ours doesn't pop a ton as much as some of the equalizers. Yeah. But it is, mine's a Kurt. So mm-hmm. it is it is kind of kind of noisy. Um, the other thing that you're hearing is the suspension on these campers whenever you're backing in. Mm. And you've got like, whenever you're at a sharp angle, the actual inside tires are turning at a different rate than mm-hmm. your um, outside tires. And all those axles are kind of shifting and squeaking and bumping around. So it's really a, a couple different noises that you're hearing. Typically, no problem. You okay. just kind of get used to it. Yes, I've gotten used to it the more that we've traveled. So I have my fear of um, the camper falling off the back of the truck is diminishing each time that we travel, but it's still, I mean, it can still make me nervous sometimes. Yeah. So if you learn what the the normal loud sounds are. <laughs> then when we hear new loud sounds. When you sounds. hear new loud sounds, <laughs> stop, pull over, because something just broke. All right. That All right. sounds good. Now Brandy knows. Now I know. All right. Thank you, guys. That's been really fun talking about some basic interior and exterior maintenance of the camper. Some of the things we do to just keep things in tip-top shape. And we also talked about leaving some surprises for your kids and your family that can just be super fun for everybody. And we had a good Brandy wants to know why do travel trailers with those hitches make such loud noises. So hopefully we answered that question for you. So, all right. We are encouraging you to start cramming memories into everyday life.